0: Hi, welcome to our podcast One Step at a Time hosted by Ufinity. We are your hosts. My name is Arushi, I'm Sham, and I'm Hana. So before we get into what we were going to be talking about today, I wanted to give you guys some background on Ufinity. Ufinity is started by students and run by students, and the goal is to provide mental help for anyone who needs Currently, we are in progress of developing ways to help students. And when they are released to the public, you guys will be the first to know.
1: The first topic we have is the cultural stigma surrounding mental health. So mental health is a really big problem in general, but it is really like neglected health problem in the developing world. And it's because culturally, it's a very taboo topic to talk about because it's very stigmatized in a lot of other developing countries. Because if you have an illness, the common conception is that like there's something wrong with you as a person and another thing is that mental health is usually perceived as some kind of luxury so usually it's not really an important focus but it should be talked about more in international settings because it is an equal component of things that other people struggle with
0: exactly i totally agree mental health is something that can't be seen so the stigma around it is quite severe especially with more conservative and traditional families. Personally, I come from an Indian household and in my household, there isn't too much stigma around mental health, but I have friends whose parents refuse to admit that mental health is a concern, which is crazy to me because that's terrible because if you are struggling and you don't have anyone to reach out to, especially if you're a kid, who's gonna help you?
2: Right. And also when you're a kid, you don't know anything. So that's all you're getting. Like you're literally getting taught as you're growing up that mental health isn't important and that it's not something that you should pay attention to. And it's just a mind problem. So you should put it away.
0: In mental health, this like stigma has been there for so long. Obviously, we're making active movements and just progress to diminish it. But it's been there, I can't tell you the year. But before, if people were mentally ill, if people had schizophrenia, if they had Those kind of disorders and not like mood disorders they thought that they were just insane so they would put the people in jail and it wasn't until dorothea dix's mental health reform she shut down asylums and made actual like outpatient and inpatient places where instead of getting like electroshock therapy people with mental health disorders could actually get the help that they need and that was like the first step towards destigmatizing it but it didn't really help i feel like it ostracized them more Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. So there's also a disparity between developed countries and developing countries about how mental health is taken care of. Like one in five adults in the US experience some form of mental illness or international alliances on mental illness but only 41% of those affected received mental health or services in the past year. So it still isn't ideal in like developed countries, but it's even worse in developing countries like Indonesia, where less than 1% of their total health budget is spent on mental health, while developed countries spend at least 5% or if not more.
2: Yeah, and I think it's interesting. I was learning that you know, a lot of, like, underdeveloped countries, like, they're going to face a lot of economic problems, and, like, being economically, like, disadvantaged is a really, like, it's, like, a direct cause for, like, a lot of mental illnesses, because you don't have the money to buy all of these, like, treatment and things, so when they're not, like, given directly to you, you really don't have, like, anywhere to go, not
0: to mention if you don't know if anything's wrong, Exactly. Even in America, students weren't getting the help they received because a lot of the legislation regarding mental health is affected by the stigma that goes with it because mental health doesn't get funded. And since there is no national, no federal law regarding mental health, it's kind of up to the specific school districts, the state, it's up to them. And that is so easily decided by someone's bias. Like if you're supposed governor is like, Mental health really isn't a thing. So why would he allocate resources and money to that thing if he doesn't believe in it? Right. Right. And there's bigger problems. Yeah.
2: Arisha, you mentioned that your parents are from India. And so like that brings a lot of struggles. My mom is from Japan, and that's a very like collectivist society. And in a collectivist society, they like, value different things. You're not really like valuing like yourself. Like you have to think about like, your family and like everyone else, authority. So, like, it's them first, and then
1: it's you. I can kind of agree with both Hiroshi and Hana. Like, I have Indian parents, too, but they more so thought of, like, reputation. People would think you're crazy, and then that would, like, bring dishonor upon the family. But since the last couple of years ago, because I was diagnosed with depression, and, like, I was meeting with a counselor, they, like, changed their views. So, like, they were, like, before really conservative about it. Now they've, like, changed to, like, um, everyone needs, like, help for mental health, but it's, like, not everybody can have it.
2: yeah. I definitely relate with that like my parents they definitely weren't as accepting but I think actually like just like any other human being like I think my parents also struggled like they were growing teens like they had their own obstacles to face in their own countries and I knew that they like they've definitely had depression anxiety like they felt everything we all feel so I think me getting like the validation I needed also kind of validated them yeah and that's like the good thing that like we should all start doing
0: at the end of the day everyone has felt not saying everyone has a depression but everyone has felt those symptoms before feeling mm-hmm. really sad feeling sad for a long time or maybe feeling anxious like everyone has felt that because honestly it's a part of growing up mm-hmm. and especially like my parents are immigrants i'm an immigrant i moved here when i was two um and we came here with nothing and we knew nobody i didn't even speak english so mm-hmm. i've like i've seen my parents struggle to get where they are today so i I know that they've experienced these things. And I think that's why that they are so much more accepting of me talking about my feelings and how I feel. And they're like, okay, because they know that it is possible to feel that even mm-hmm. if you don't seem like it on the outside, it is possible that you are going through all these emotions, this roller coaster inside. I think the issue with the stigma around mental health, like the only reason it's there is because parents teach their children something mm-hmm. about it. like oh, they'll be like, oh, mental health isn't real. If that's something you, you've you grown up hearing, you can't help but think that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, that, And that, inv- not only it'll invalidate your feelings, like you'll be like, oh, this isn't normal. I can't tell anybody about this because that's like, that's for crazy people. And like, that, I first of all, I feel so terrible for those kids because- mm-hmm already you're going your body's going through so many changes you're mentally just like blah and then like school and especially kids now this pandemic has really negatively affected like students taking obviously I'm going to be taking this from a student perspective because I am a student but even younger kids like they are exhibiting more signs of depression and anxiety because they've been isolated for so long and if your parents are like adamant on like that's not real, that's not possible, or they're adamant on making sure their reputation is clean, that is going to traumatize the children. So I think education is like the biggest thing we can do.
1: Another thing we can do to like break the stigma is talk about mental health openly and not kind of have like the shame surrounding it. Because it's such a taboo topic, a lot of times mental health, it's dealt with in like a secretive manner. Like people just like, they act very secretive and they want privacy about it.
2: And not even just feeling like ashamed, like also just feeling like alone. I feel like that's where like affinity comes in and like social media in general and then like the younger, like with social media, like we've kind of been able to like spread a little bit that like, this is a problem that a lot of young people face, a lot of people face. And so I feel like together, yeah, like we just like let each other that we're not alone. Like everyone faces these things like, and work together to like maybe get some funding from like our
0: authority who have like the power to give us like what we need yeah but i also think social media has its negatives when it comes to these oh for sure yeah yeah they like find one word and they run with it like Mm -hmm. i'm depressed like oh my god i failed the test i'm depressed now like right like they just run with it like because there's a lot of
1: self-diagnosing exactly
0: and that's terrible because that only because then people are like oh you're faking it and -hmm. that's
1: even worse or
0: like you're doing it for attention you're doing it for attention and then if you you think one person's doing that maybe someone who is actually diagnosed with what clinical depression other mood disorders other like anxiety disorders and you like you tell them that it's fake like you don't actually have so
1: invalidating yeah
0: exactly and Mm -hmm. then and that's like like that's part of
2: depression is like you're already invalidating yourself like that oh, like for me I found was like the hardest thing it's like in my head like when I was down like I'm always telling myself like you don't deserve to be down like you're fine you're fine like this isn't a problem like yeah, like to like, your head. You yeah. Have
0: on the table you don't need to be sad mm. so like,
2: yeah other people like don't need to be telling me what's in my head
1: yeah <laughs> you know it's mm-hmm. so like um another thing you can do is like just show compassion and empathy for those of you like on mental health like don't tell them that it's just for attention or don't tell them that's like on their head and that they're faking it like the best thing you can do is just be compassionate be empathetic like be sympathetic and just like be kind
0: i think we are i think cultural norms and just the societal norms and just how the culture around mental health is improving from where we once started where people were like you're just insane Mm -hmm. like definitely getting better but like, as we're getting better, there are more negatives now because of the access to social media. And now people can just Google symptoms of depression and they'll be like, oh, these symptoms match me right now. And this is what I feel. So I'm depressed. We
2: know that like so many people have done that. Like I've done that, like where you just like look up, like you
0: self-diagnose. Exactly. Like, it's exactly like you're like, you look it up and you're like, hmm, maybe I'm trying to find something. I think therapy should first of all be normalized because people think yeah. only people who like need help who are crazy, who are like chaotic and whose life yeah. is, like, can't handle themselves. Exactly, can't handle themselves like, go to therapy. That's yeah. not true. You don't even have to have a mental disorder to need therapy.
2: I think everyone should have like a therapist. Like why is it, why is it weird that everyone has like one person that they can talk to that doesn't judge them, doesn't not connect it to like any of their personal life
1: sometimes people like they um, use the argument like oh why would you like tell someone that you don't trust and you don't know about your problems rather than someone like you do know like your parents but it's like kind of the whole point to tell someone that you don't know so it's like they can have like a better view on the situation
0: yeah I do. a professional they're Mm -hmm. trained to help you even if okay even if you don't have like general anxiety disorder and you're just genuinely a stressed person you go to therapy or maybe you're completely wrong You go to therapy, you're still going to feel better by talking Mm -hmm. to this person because they're equipped to help you because at the end of the day, we're human. We're not meant to be alone. And not everybody has somebody that they can talk to openly about everything.
1: Yeah. So like that, I just want to talk about like how we just talked about like the fourth thing I wanted to address about like how we shouldn't shy away from talking about treatment options for mental health. Mm -hmm. And the last thing like we should like younger generation can do for like to break the stigma is addressing it in like their culture and talking about how harmful it is. I think like one way you could do this is definitely like if it's something about your own culture, you can definitely like talk about like people like your parents, your relatives and stuff and try and like convince them. Maybe like education, like I said before, is a very big part of it. So you could just try and educate the people around you to like show that it's a pretty normal thing. Honestly, you should just call them out,
0: obviously not in a, disrespectfully, yeah. a disrespectful way, but if you see them being, if they're disrespecting or invalidating your feelings, you have the right to tell them how you feel and why they're hurting you. And by doing that, you are educating them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And honestly, some people will just be like, no, you're being dumb. And honestly, we can't do anything about those people, but mm-hmm. there will be people who will be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. At the end of the day, not everybody experiences mental health distress. So how do you expect them to know, right? How do you expect them to know what you're going through? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think just by
2: educating people, we can like combat like the arrogance, I guess, around mental illness and they can just kind of like open their eyes and see that like other people face different problems and you can't always see them, which should be considered like a more difficult problem if you're always like constantly trying to hide
0: it so this was great conversation but we i want to transition into the last part of today's episode which is one tip on how to help you guys keep your mental health healthy and good and keep yourself you know pushing because i know everyone's a little not doing so well because everyone's isolated the pandemic things are getting better though so this week's one way to help is going to be exercise and you're going to be like two hour workout at the gym like with the weights and the like treadmill and the bike oh exercise can also be taking a 20 minute walk with your dog Mm -hmm. exercise can be yoga exercise can literally be anything that is i guess deemed physical activity and it's shown that it releases dopamine studies have shown that exercise releases dopamine and honestly it's like it gives you a natural mood boost because of this like endorphins and it decreases your stress hormones personally i i work out at least five times a week that's just because i like working out but it really has helped my mental health i go to the gym but you guys can do whatever you don't have to go to the gym I go to the gym for like an hour and a half every day and work out all my stress like I'm like lifting weights I'm like deadlifting, and I'm doing all this and I'm getting all the stress out and honestly it's really helped me and I think even like going on a walk it'll help you clear your mind
1: I try to run every day or every other day like for like an hour I try it for an hour and then I usually on evenings I go on a walk with my family and that just like walking and running it kind of just helps a lot
0: Personally, I hate running,
1: so I wouldn't. I hate running. It's torture. running. For me, it's the opposite. I don't like weightlifting, so I don't like usually go
0: I Love weightlifting. I exactly.
2: (laughs) 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 I hate working out, but I find other ways to like exercise. So,
0: like working out, there's no defined thing for working out. Like Sham likes running. I like weightlifting. I like doing like that's strength training. I like strength training. (laughs) I I like hiking. And like it, it, walking, literally walking. Walking It's good. Yeah. It's whatever you like because there's so many options. I guarantee you'll, you're brown to like. There's one for everyone. Yeah. So I think on that note, we can end today's episode. So thank you for joining us. And I hope you tune in two weeks from now again for our next episode of One Step at a Time. Thank you for watching.